You are listening to Your Word on the Way. We trust the Word of God to encourage you, comfort you, and even challenge you as you grow in your walk with the Lord. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and podcast. Thanks again for joining us for Your Word on the Way. Hello, everybody. Happy whatever day this is that you're listening to this. Um, I wanted to continue our series on where does our help come from? Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. This is part two. Where does my help come from when people can't help me? Where does my help come from when people can't help me? Let's get right into it. Um, so our main text for this series is Psalm 121. I will look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers nor sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm. I said, the Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. Wherever it is that you go, wherever it is that you are, the Lord watches over you. I added that last little bit. That's not the Bible. So that's all of Psalm 121. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Where does my help come from when people can't help me? We see in scripture, the Bible says that promotion doesn't come from the East or the West. It comes from the Lord. So financially, we know that our promotion comes from the Lord. Um, uh, Physically, uh, turn to John chapter 15. If you have your Bibles or I'll just read it to you. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, John chapter 15 verse, I believe it's, let's do 22 through 24. So this is Jesus speaking and this is, you know, before he's about to be crucified. This is a long discourse of him talking and uh, verse 22 says, um, Basically, Jesus is talking about if the world hates you, it's because they hated me first. And um, he's talking about these people who have rejected him. It says this in verse 22. They would not be guilty if I had not come and spoken to them. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Anyone who hates me also hates my father. Verse 24 is what really catches me. And I never quote it right, but it is so imprinted in my spirit. If I hadn't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do, they would not be guilty. But as it is, they have seen everything that I did, yet they still hate me and my father. Verse 24 again. If I had not done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do. Jesus does what no man can do. Jesus does what no man could do. 
you know, I was reading and studying about the disciples and about how, you know, Jesus gave them authority to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to cleanse the leper. They went on this ministry tour two by two. And, you know, you know, the discourse, you know, he tells them, um, you know, if you're welcomed into the house, make sure you leave your peace there. But if they don't welcome you, you know, take your peace, your, your peace will return back to you, shake the dust off your feet, move on. Um, but the point is Jesus sent out the disciples two by two. They went and they ministered and they came back to Jesus, like, you know, amazed. And, um, they were amazed that demons trembled essentially. And Jesus said, be more amazed basically that your, your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. But Jesus gave them authority. They did all of these things. And then shortly after, you know, people came to see Jesus and they were hungry and the disciples are like, you know, Jesus says to the disciples, feed them. And they're like, we can't feed these people there. That would take, you know, a year's worth of wages. And, you know, Jesus breaks the bread. Thanks. Thanks God. Well, thanks God breaks the bread and it's multiplied and thousands of people are fed. Then he tells them to go across the lake to the other side. And, um, there's a terrible storm. And when Jesus gets on the scene, basically, essentially he, he tells the, the waves to be still. These people did not, the disciples didn't realize, you know, they had been given authority be authority over the demons. They had, Jesus spoke, this is, you know, this is the authority that you have and told them what they had authority to do. And they did most of those things yet here they're in this boat. They did not realize that they had authority over the weather as well. And it's because they hadn't come into that issue. You know, they hadn't come across that problem before. And still Jesus showed them, no, you've got authority for this too. And I want, that encourages me because even if there's something in your life that you have never seen God do before, or you've never even heard about God doing, you, you don't know that you have authority over it because you've never experienced it. You've never heard of it. You've never seen it. I want to encourage you in the Lord today that even if you haven't seen it, God makes a way where there is no way. He heals all our sicknesses. He heals all of our diseases. Um, He makes a way where there is no way. I know I just said it, but I said it again because it just keeps sticking out to me. Um, I think somebody told me once that that means that if it doesn't even exist, it will come into an existence. You pray to God and he hears you. And if you have to create something with your words, speaking it to be, you can speak it to be. I want you to be encouraged in that today. Jesus did what no man could do. And even if you've never seen it before, what does the Bible say? No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can comprehend what God has in store for, for those who love him. And I think it says, but the Holy Spirit has revealed these things. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 2, 9. That is what the scriptures mean when they say, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit, for his spirit searches out everything, 
and shows us God's deep secrets. You may not have seen it. You may not have even heard about it. You may not, your mind may not even be able to comprehend the things that God can do for you. But the Holy Spirit can reveal to you that God is able. Everybody say, God is able. There are times when people can't help you. Now, I'm not speaking against people. Like, people are a great asset. We're supposed to be in fellowship with one another. We're supposed to encourage one another. Um, The Bible says it's not good for man alone. The Bible says that two are better than one. Uh, We saw that when Jesus sent the disciples out two by two. One can put a thousand flight to flight. Two can put 10,000 to flight. Two people in agreement can pull into the natural, into this physical realm, what's laid up in the spiritual realm. If you are in agreement, people united in, in purpose. Um, God even said of himself, the people that were building the tower of Babel, uh, nothing will be impossible for them because they were united in purpose. And so people are important. Fellowship with one another are important. Jesus is important. Jesus himself said, may you guys be one as me and my father are one. And as you and me are one, I want you guys to be one so that the world can know that I'm God. Um, it is required that we be united. It's required that we be one. People are important. I don't want to gloss over that, but there's some, there's things that your mom can't do for you. There's things that your dad can't do for you. There's things that your son or your daughter can't do for you. There's things that your sister, or your brother can't do for you. There's things that your best friend cannot do for you. There's things that doctors can't do for you. Psychologists can't do for you. Um, surgeons can't do for you. There are things that money can't buy. People are important and God put us in fellowship with one another because you know, we can encourage one another. We can build one another up. But there are things that people can't do. And we have God. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. I want you to get this into your mind today. That if nobody can fix it, if nobody can help you, there is still hope for you. There is still help for you. Where does my help come from? Think about the woman with the issue of blood. She suffered terribly for 12 years at the hands of many doctors. She spent everything that she had and she did not get better. In fact, she grew worse. Sometimes your situation just feels like it's getting worse and worse and worse. And that was the issue of this woman. She was bleeding. And the Bible says that when she reached out and touched the hem of Jesus' garment, immediately she felt her flow of blood stop. You've got to be bleeding pretty much to be able to feel when it stops. And this woman had no hope. She had no hope for her her life. But she said to herself, if I could just touch the hem of Jesus's garment, if I could just, there was hope for her still. And there is hope for you still. Even if you have exhausted all of your money, you've exhausted all of your options, you've exhausted all of your resources with people or everything that you know to do. There is still hope for you. Think about the the man who was possessed with legions of demons. He was a man who was in the caves. He was cutting himself. 
he was, he had superhuman strength. So even with people trying to chain him up, and I'm sure that was to help him, he just ripped, he broke apart the chains. And Jesus, one touch from Jesus, one encounter from Jesus, he spoke the word, one encounter from Jesus, and he was sitting clothed and in his right mind. He did what no man could do. Think about Abraham. He was without a child and 99 years old. This time next year, Abraham, you're going to have a son. I'm sorry, but uh, no matter how wonderful the medical interventions of this day get, um, you're not having a kid at 99. And also the fact that he was able to raise the son, the fact that he was able to teach him in the ways of the Lord, that is something that no man can do. And so I just want to encourage you today. Where does your help come from? Even if you have exhausted every option that you have, you've exhausted all of your resources. You have gone to every person that you could go to. Maybe you've been going to specialist after specialist and there seems like there's no hope. I want you to know from the word of God today, there is hope for you. Jesus did what no man could do. He does miraculous signs and wonders. Even if you've never seen it happen before, even if you've never heard of it before, even if your mind can't comprehend it, let your spirit speak to you today. Let the spirit of God speak to you today. Build yourself up in your most holy faith so that you start to hope again, so that you start to see um, the things that are in the unseen realm. You can have what you ask. And just because it looks like there's, listen, God does not need the natural to be able to do the supernatural. The supernatural created our physical realm. Everything that we see was not made by what can be seen, but it was made by what is unseen is what the Bible says. I think it's Hebrews 11, 11, 3. God doesn't need the natural. He doesn't need the physical to come into alignment with um, in, in a certain perfect way, and then he'll be able to move. He does not need it. He does not need it. He is not in need of this physical realm um, to do a miracle for you because he created the physical realm with the supernatural realm, with the things that are not seen. So if you're not seeing it, if it's looking like, man, we're running up to the wire, like we're, co we're coming down to the wire, it's getting close. Uh, Abraham, against all hope, hoped. As he got older, he knew he was closer to the promise that um, God had promised him. As you get closer to that deadline, as you get closer to the time where you're like, okay, God, uh, now, now would be great. I want you to know, as you get closer to that deadline, as you get closer to, I really need to, I really need to see you through, or, or I really need you to see me through this, God. Um, hope all the more, believe all the more, because that means you're closer to your miracle than you have ever been. Where does my help come from when no one can help me? My help still comes from the Lord. Even if people can't help you. And again, I'm not downgrading people because obviously God God does miracles through people. Uh, there's the laying on of hands. There's an impartation. And we're supposed to be in fellowship with one another. And we build each other up. 
when David, you know, when David was in trouble, he went to Samuel and he stayed with him. Um, there's an encouragement of the saints and, you know, sometimes you got to go to somebody so that they can encourage you. You've got to go and get yourself straight. Um, and that could be a different message for a different day. But even when people cannot be your solution, no matter what, they're not your solution. Um, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Be encouraged today. Even if no one has been able to help you, no one has an answer. Even if you haven't been able to work it out, even if it seems like the natural is going against everything that you believe in the supernatural, everything that you believe by faith, I want you to know through the word of God today, even if no eye has seen it, no ear has heard it, no mind can comprehend it, the spirit of God will reveal it to you today and encourage you so that you can know that he is who he says he is. He will do what he said he would do. And he does what no man can do. We love you so much. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for every person who is in the sound of my voice, um, who needs to be encouraged by your word today. Touch them now. Every person who's searching for a miracle in their physical body, I thank you, Father God, that you touch them now. Move in them. Work in them, Lord. Work in their physical body. Change them, Lord. Transform them. I speak healing in the name of Jesus. Every person who's struggling in their mind, I speak clarity in the name of Jesus. Every person who's struggling with, with bills and, and finances, I thank you, Father God, that you give them a plan on how to create wealth. You said in your word, you give us power to create wealth. So God, I ask that you would give them an idea that would um, bring them from poverty to riches so that they can give you glory. We love you so much, Father. And, and people who are praying for rest, restoration of their families, people who are praying for uh, loved ones to get saved because the time is short. God, encourage them today that as long as it's day, we can still work. Encourage them that it's still day and there's still time. And so um, speak, to, speak to those people who are, who are lost. Send laborers into the vineyard, Father. We ask you for more workers. We ask you for more laborers. We ask you for people going to our loved ones and helping them and teaching them about you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen. Well, again, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Share this with your friends and have a great one.